بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد مفتاح باب رحمة الله عدد ما في علم الله صلاة وسلام دائمين بدوام مكي الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولا الحمد لله it is through the mentioning of our Prophet وسلم, that the heart finds great joy and the attachments develop to the Janab al-Sharif, the blessed presence of Sayyidina Muhammad وسلم, and what is greater in creation than to spend our time in remembrance of him, spend our time Sending salawat upon him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and all of the mercy that comes to us because of the mercy that he receives from his Lord, subhanahu wa taala, and distributes to us as a result. One of the greatest ways of all that we can receive his mercy is by sin. Uh, his mercy, subhanahu wa taala, has been sending salawat upon his habib, his beloved servant. In chosen one, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Sayyidina Muhammad bin Abdullah. And what a blessing to be from his ummah. What a blessing to be able to know even how to mention his name, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and come to know about his way, and come to learn his traits, and to believe in his deen. The most perfect religion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken upon himself to preserve. And that through our Prophet ﷺ and his blessed inheritance throughout all of the centuries has kept it pristine and intact and available and accessible for any seeker of truth that wants to know what they need to arrive to knowledge of their Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our Prophet ﷺ in being the miftah of the Bab of Rahmatillah because he is the key that opens up the door of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy, opened up the door for his ummah to be able to experience that mercy. And the very essence of mercy is mahabba, i.e. and mahabba ayna rahma. The essence of mercy is mahabba. And so the greatest manifestation of everything that one receives from the descent of mercy is to be gifted mahabba. And mahabba that you're granted is a tajalli from Allah to baraka wa ta'ala that comes by way of a divine gift. And these divine gifts of Allah Jalla Jalala are expensive. But from His mercy subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gives them to those that sometimes even don't deserve it. And these are those that they realize that they fall short by way of action and they're striving their best and they're seeking His forgiveness subhanahu wa ta'ala when they do fall short. But their love is so strong and that they wish is that their love could become really true insofar as that it would manifest in their actions as well. But Allah can even give to that poor servant of His, subhanahu wa ta'ala, they even fall short in outward action. And I remember one time when somebody was asking one of our teachers about a famous line of poetry that many of you know, and oftentimes we recite in the various gatherings. And it relates to love that we have for the family of the Prophet. ﷺ. And that if 
that that's the case with this family, then you can only imagine what it would be like with him, sallallahu alayhi wa And the line says, All of those that have love for you will enter into paradise without any grief, without any worry, without any anxiety. And all of the meanings that are contained in that Arabic word. And so someone came to our teacher and changed the line of poetry saying, Everyone that was following in their way and traveling and treading the path that they tread will then enter into paradise without any grief. And then our teacher responds saying, Mashidai. Right? There's no need to change that line of poetry. Is that if you would do the exact same that they were doing, you would be from them to begin with. There's no reason to change it. No. It remains as it is. Is that love is the greatest driver that allows us to excel upon our path. And as we heard one of our teachers again say recently, all of the great things that the Sadat and the Sahaba the great companions of the Messenger of Allah achieved. What the source of all of that was their love for Rasulullah. What gave meaning to all of those actions and made those actions heavy in the scales was their love for Sayyidina Muhammad. And as some of them have said, all actions that one does can be weighed in the scales. Illa mahabba. Except love. It can't be even weighed in the scale because it would tip it completely. There is no scale large enough. There is no scale able to even weigh the love that we have for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And what a beautiful deen that teaches us to love. And as one of them said, La Aisha illa Aisha al-Muhabbin. There is no life except the life of lovers. What other life would someone want to live? And there's enough in that if we allow our hearts to explore that and discover it and we strive and we put in a little effort as we've heard to overcome some of these natural connections that we have to the world and that we place a little bit of spiritual, we do a little bit of spiritual struggle and we learn to that have a rise in our hearts and attachment to the ma'ali al-umur the lofty affairs that are beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a little bit of work, we will start to receive and to experience its fruits. And if we keep going, then we will experience more and we will experience more. We are all in need of these meanings, especially in days and nights like this, in this blessed month that the Prophet sallallahu was born. And if someone would say, oh, we don't know for sure, the day he was born. That's true. But it doesn't matter actually because the whole point is celebrating him at all times as we've heard. These specific days that are likely to be true and probably from the, probable from the standpoint of outward knowledge are like landmarks that are means for us then to connect in that specific time. And we hope by putting in extra devotion during those times that it will carry over to other parts of the year and to give us momentum so this is something that we can experience regularly. But this is the way of the people of Allah. 
century upon century, century upon century, from the earliest times. And we're talking about thousand plus year traditions. This is the way of the people of Islam. When this month enters to celebrate the Prophet in a special way and to give out charity and to invite people over and to that give out food and to enjoy this great blessing that was sent and those moments that we speak, spend in times where we're showing that joy for our Prophet are some of the greatest moments of life that in retrospect, when we do, inshallah, all of us reach the afterlife and enter into paradise, we will see those were some of the very greatest moments of our life. And we wish that we could go back and done a mawlid of Rasulullah every day of the year. We wish that we would have gone back and done a, an abundant amount of salawat upon the Prophet every single day of our lives. We wish that we would have gone back and just try to implement one more of his sunnahs. Just so that we, when we see Yawm Al-Qiyamah, all of the gifts that Allah distributes amongst those that follow his sunnah, and we see those that did this, and we see those that did that, we would have wished that we would have done at least one time so that we could be in that Zumrah, in that group of people that are receiving that specific bounty on Yawm Al-Qiyamah before they even enter into paradise for doing that particular act. And alhamdulillah, that as Sheikh Walid said, this is something that must be done in these lands. Yes, that we can spiritually recharge overseas. Yes, that we want to be connected to the great ulama and the great awliya that are overseas. And alhamdulillah, that many of them have come to these lands and opened up the doors for us. There are many people in these lands that are connected to them. And there are many people that are establishing those great principles here, right before us. From the bounty of Allah Jalla Jalalu. But one of the most important things of all is a culture develops where you and I preoccupy, have the ability and the option at least to preoccupy ourselves with good. One of the amazing things about the Muslim world to this day, if you go to some of the centers of the Muslim world, you go to special cities, you go to Fez, you go to Cairo, you go to Tarim, you go to Medina Munawwara, you go to different places in the Muslim world, you will find that there are so many gatherings of knowledge and so many gatherings of remembrance, you simply can't attend them all. And if you wanted to, you could be busy every single day of your life all throughout the day. From going from gathering to gathering, from gathering to gathering, and this teacher is teaching that science, and this teacher is teaching that science, and this one is doing a halaqa of salawat upon the Prophet, and this one is doing a modan, and this one has another ratib from a particular shaykh, and they're reading the awrat of a different shaykh, and they're doing hifth of Qur'an here, and they're doing a hizb of Qur'an here, and all of these blessed gatherings. You have to choose between them, because you simply don't have enough time. What a blessing. We should never see it as, okay, we got enough going on. We already have too much going on. No, there can never be too much going on. Because you will find when you spend your time busy with what you should be busy with, which is doing things for Allah, Jalla Jalalu, even though it's hard on your nafs, and your nafs likes to relax, 
and it likes to have ice cream and frozen yogurt or whatever else or eat sweets of some sort and relax and go here or there, you will find that the time that you spend in those gatherings doing those sacred things, learning, being with good people is the very best way of all that you can prepare to meet your Lord. And those are all practical manifestations of qahr nafs of subduing your soul. Because the secret to receiving the tajalli of mahabba is qahr nafs is to subdue your soul. In other words, nothing blocks the tajalli of mahabba like your own nafs. And if we can subdue it, and we can that put our heart in a position to then receive, we can be blessed with what Allah Ta'ala grants the great people of His, subhanahu wa ta'ala, because Allah Ta'ala has His people. And He said about the people of Qur'an, that Ahlul Qur'an, Ahlullah, wa khasatuh. As our Prophet taught us, وسلم, the people of Qur'an are the people of Allah and His elect. There is Ahlullah. There are people of Allah. There is a qawm. There are folk that He has chosen, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that know what it means to be under his supervision. They know in a limited way, not like that of Rasulullah but they have glimpses of it. When Allah said to the Prophet, فَإِنَّكَ بِعْيُنِنَا Indeed, you are under our supervision. And what a great thing to strive for and what a great thing to know exists. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless our hearts to be attached to those that have received these great blessings of His subhanahu wa ta'ala. May we be people who the Prophet sallallahu comes to life in their hearts. And may we be people who mention Him often sallallahu alayhi wa People that strive and absolutely believe in the superiority of every single manifestation of His sunnah and strive to put it into practice. And may we be people who stay together and to worship Him solely for His sake, subhanahu wa ta'ala, according to the way that our Prophet taught us, sallallahu may we stay together and be together. And may Allah ta'ala preserve these gatherings and to preserve these relationships and to preserve these blessings that we all receive in them. And may they take deep root in our hearts and may they then grow very strong and produce great fruits. Time and time again, time and time again, until the day that we meet our Lord. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi wa barakatuh.